your favorite fat boys. boys. What's up, everybody? It's your favorite fat boy, Jerron. Stefan, a.k.a. Mayhem, a.k.a. Mr. Your Weekend Update, a.k.a. I'm the guy that you come to when you need all the information about what's going on in your life. Ta-da! That's what I'm here for. So, welcome back to another episode of Your Favorite Fat Boys Podcast. What episode is this? I lose lose track every time. Me too. I believe it's 61. Okay. Who ever no, thought sixty-two? Who ever thought we get this far? Not me. I ain't think so either. Go on the same page on that one. So I guess we'll get a hundred episode. We gonna go live or something? Or we gonna do something special? Uh, yeah. You don't sound convincing at all. I did not. So anywho, so like, with this episode, we gonna go over you know a little bit, just a little bit of that. You know what's been going on in the world lately. All right, gonna just do a bit of a. A weekly, monthly update. Yes, yeah. you know. a little, little bit of a smorgasbord, if you will. Yeah, there's a lot been going on in the news. It sure has. So, uh, let's start with our favorite. COVID is it finally over? Regardless of what you hear, no. Because <laughs> y'all niggas have been just out here with no mask on, all willy nilly. Now, COVID is at a point where it's not as deadly. There's not as many hospitalizations. There's not many people having severe incidences with COVID, but COVID is not gone. It's not over. No, because you niggas are still catching it. Yeah. Said, and there was a study that just came out that there are now, you know, based off of disproportionate deaths, you know, people who identify as Republican have seen a huge, huge increase in disproportionate deaths than people who identify as Democrats. For obvious reasons right if you were a person who vote who identifies as a republican there's a huge likeliness that you have not been vaccinated and and also there's the likeliness that you might be dead right now so what i've noticed more and more is people who haven't got vaccinated have gotten haven't gotten caught covid they're just like oh well you know i survived so it, you know it wasn't that big of a deal but it was a big deal because the country shut down. Yeah, and we have a, a million deaths. And they don't talk about the deaths no more. If I was like, how many hospitalizations there are, yeah, yeah, the deaths we, we, in your county, in the, in the city, and things like that, in the counties, like they don't. It's not even. It used to be a ticker going across the screen during the news about the deaths and hospitalizations and things like that. I can probably pull that clip up at some point in time, but that's exactly what I said. We're just going to get to the point where we're not going to care anymore, and we've reached that point. Yes, you do. Dream sequence. We've reached the point where we no longer care about COVID. It's it's no longer novel in a sense. Right. I still I so I still go into a store. I still have my mask on. Oh yeah, most certainly. And I and and I still look at I still give a, a somebody a side eye if I have a cough in a line or in a, in a in a in a space. I'm like, you know, still because what do you have? So yeah, I, I ain't giving side eyes, but I'm definitely. Wearing a mask and I'm definitely distancing. And you still wash your hands and hand sanitizer. Oh, cool. I mean, I always wash my hands. I ain't nasty. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now, let me ask you another little side of topic. Do you wash your hands because you're black? Or you what? Because I heard it was a study, not a study, but it's an opinion that men don't wash their hands, period. If I'm out in a public place and... Yeah, I wash my hands. I do too. I've always washed my hands. I, I just, I'm just that, that type of person. But as a, somebody said, no, men don't wash their hands. We don't do that shit. I'm like, what are you talking about? I wash my hands. And, yeah, it's like if I'm using a public restroom, yeah, definitely washing my hands. Right. So with COVID, I'm still taking those precautions because I can't afford to get sick. Even right. though, even though it, I've, I've got what is it? It's two shots and a booster, right? Yeah. I got those. And and even though you like it's probably the, the very and I was not as deadly, I don't want to be up in the hospital. I don't want to be sick with it. Right. So I, I am super vaccinated, four shots, two initial shots, a booster, and then they just had the new bivariate booster come out. And I took that too. Yeah, I'm gonna get mine uh, next month. So, but yeah, I'm not fooling with this. I don't want to be. I just don't want to be in the hospital sick with it because right. especially if I catch a a bad strain. Suppose it knocks me out. It knocks me out where I can't get the transplants. Then I'm all fucked. Yeah, and the fact of the matter is, is that I hang out with old people and immunocompromised individuals. So <laughs> I said I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to continue to take precautions, as you should. So, what is one thing, or maybe a couple of things, that you've learned? About the, during the pandemic, I guess about yourself. When you well, you alone anyway. Yeah, yeah. The, the pandemic. I said this before. Didn't really change my life that much. Mm-hmm. The only thing it took away was my ability to get up and like you know go do karaoke or dancing or something that I did like, every once in a while. Yeah, gyrating and all. Yeah, yeah, and gyrating my crotch with some ladies. But <laughs> <laughs> it took that it took that ability away from me for you know for some time. But that was about it. Outside of that, eh, not much. It didn't prevent me from you know doing the things that I normally do, like go to the grocery store, because I don't do much unless I have a specific need to do something. Right. I think with me Lecture by head, we already broken up, but we were still around each other a lot. Right. So with the pandemic happening, it just it forced us to separate each other, separate distance each other, distance from each other. So it was just a, a moment of time where it was like, all right, you finally get that space you need from that person. And I guess, you know, it, it was good to have that space because we were around each other so much still after the breakup. And right. it forced us to take time apart. So a good, bad, and different, it was just needed. And I think another thing I, I learned was some of the public is dumb. Like y'all just don't take precautions about shit, and, and y'all want to buy toilet paper. I always knew that people were stupid, but I had always figured <laughs> that not as many people were as stupid as I thought they were. Dad, COVID just blew that right out the water. Because I always used to say, said the, you know, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, all of the zombie movies, they never start at the beginning of the apocalypse because you can never make it make sense. COVID proved to me, yes, you can. You got plenty of people who are infected, who are sick and just said, mm, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just going to go out into the world. They say, hey, you should wear a mask. I'm not going to do it. And then you're just hacking and breathing on people, infecting other folks. Yeah, so I used to believe like you can never make the beginning of the zombie apocalypse make sense. Yeah, you can. COVID showed me that you can. I agree with that. Let me see what else. The stupidity of the public. Y'all hiking up stuff. Just to, you know, because the demand. Well, I mean, inflation was going to happen because that's just how supply and demand works. Yeah. But 
corporate greed. I think no one expected it to be at, to the level that it was going to get, especially during a pandemic, whereas most people were struggling, but corporations amassed somewhere along the lines of like almost $400 billion during the height of the pandemic. Nice. And well, we got was immediately $1,500. Nice. So like, oh, that can last you for three months. In what world? Rent on uh, low end is like eleven or twelve hundred dollars. In the world where Congress people are making one hundred seventy four thousand dollars a year guaranteed hmm. and have the best health care in the country, and that's that I should have been a congr- congressman. Who are you, Tyler? Man, I could be a millionaire right now. So <laughs> <Sell> you sold. <laughs> So Biden recently came out with student loan forgiveness, which is only it was only is it ten thousand twenty thousand? Well, it's for any federal loans that you've taken out. It's ten thousand dollars, but if you use the Pell Grant, it's up to twenty thousand dollars. Okay, so Pell Grant, you, I thought I thought Pell Grant you to pay back. You do. You do. Oh, it's okay. called a grant, but it's it's, it's definitely a loan. Hmm. It's just a, it's a not a traditional loan because of how what the rates are. Oh, okay. But okay. yeah, so up to twenty thousand for a Pell Grant and ten thousand for any other federal student loans, but only if you're making less than one hundred fifty thousand a year. But why not just go and wipe it out? Yeah, well, one it all depends on the type of loan because if it's if you have a loan that's not federal, then you asked out, the president won't be able to do anything about that anyway. And then two. You asked a question that quite a lot of, well, Democrat Congress people have asked, you know, that it's a start, but it's not enough. Mm-hmm. But again, even this amount, you know, 10000 20000 that's enough to completely change, you know, somebody's life who's been living paycheck to paycheck to pay off a college loan debt. Because, I mean, $10,000 ain't nothing to scoff at. Yeah, especially when you're not making much. So it's definitely directly addressing a lot of financial inequality in America. It's a start. It's a start, yeah. Because when I read about it, I was thinking, like, I understand Biden probably get both parties to align with this. No, you didn't? Didn't need to. So I was the guy thinking. It's it's based off an executive order. Uh, Because I was thinking, like, was there a number... And somebody said no to it. was a number he came up with first live. We knew 50,000. And they're like, no, what about? Then it works its way down there. Somebody said, all right, 10 is fine. Well, I know. He was always suggesting that he was going to do some type of student loan forgiveness, but never the whole amount. Because regardless of what the progressive agenda that Biden has, the limited progressive agenda Biden has pushed, he is pretty moderate. Okay. So he was never going to just wipe out all student loan debt. Of course. It would be nice they did, though. Long free health care and reparations, but hey, you know. Hey, now you're asking too much. <laughs> hey, now, you heard what Tuberville said down in Alabama. The people who do the crime are the ones who want the reparations. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> well, let me ask you. You're, you paid off your, your, your student loan, right? I did. How much was yours? Honestly, I can't even remember at this point. You just kind of blocked out your memory. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been so long, but it was it was upwards of fifteen k. But yeah, it's been it's been so long since I paid them off. I can't even remember anymore. What was your when you went to, when you went to College Park? How much was that? Uh, that you you got a uh, yeah you got a scholarship? No, I, I had some scholarship money, but that was mostly loan money. Oh, okay, that I that I paid off, and then when I went to Coppin State, that was loan money as well. But yeah, it was both of those combined. It was upwards of fifteen thousand. 
But again, I can't even remember the amount because it's been so long since I paid it off. Okay, well, that's not too bad. Yeah, I mean, College Park was expensive as shit. So it, it's probably a lot more with that because the semesters at College Park was expensive. But when I decided to, I, I found the time to finish, I picked a cheap school. I need something that I can have a shit job and pay off. So Cotton State it was. Because all I needed was that piece of paper. So there you had that. And then he also was saying he's decriminalized marijuana. No, what he's done is he's pardoned anyone who's, you know, has a federal conviction for a simple possession. Okay. So that's upwards of like 5,000 people that are just records clean from that. Okay. And they're going to reevaluate the classification of marijuana. Because right now, marijuana has the same classification level as heroin. Mm. Right. <laughs> the same schedule class as heroin. And they are vastly different in degree. I thought you would say coke. <laughs> vastly, vastly different. So, yeah, so they're going to they're going through the process of rescheduling marijuana, which one will take it off of, you know, a federal felony from having it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there'll be more studies being done on it because now that it's going to not have that class A scheduling. And he's urging state governors to do the exact same of pardoning anybody who has simple, you know, marijuana possession. Felonies. Yeah, it don't make sense to, especially with the legalization right. of weed that's been going across the country in, right. in recent years. And you find you either find people for marijuana use, or you are sending you getting them you sentencing them to such a harsh amount of time for right. possession. Exactly. So, like, it's crazy because like reading more about this, and you're realizing that the war on drugs, all the people. Are in prison or have records of it and can't get a job because of the, what you're doing and you just and you kind of just you're saying oh well you know what this is a billion dollar industry let's legalize so we get some money off of this now but when people were selling it or using it it, it was a problem hey well the war on drugs one was a war on minorities that was its intent from the beginning right and two the war on drugs we lost you can't you can't win a war against a concept right <laughs> and we completely lost the war on drugs so it's about time that these things will change and biden was a early in the 90s was a huge proponent of that war on drugs so i guess it's kind of him correcting his mistakes right so do you think he's doing enough as a president within the confines of what he can do he's doing more than i expected Okay. I am rather progressive, very liberal, rather progressive. So he would never do enough to satisfy what I believe that the president should do, but he's doing way more than I expected. Yeah, I see a lot of, and I don't necessarily mean to, but I see more of what they have a problem with him doing. And then I, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, the things he's doing is like, it's just the baby steps. And I'm not gonna knock it, but I just feel like it's just baby steps. Like I feel like somewhat similar to what you're saying. Like you know, it's not enough per se to me or yeah, for me. I mean, I can't even say they're baby steps because you got to look at the past oh, 30, 40 years. These were moves that that any president in those time frames could have done. None of them did. Yeah, this is true. Because as much as they talk about you know getting an education or you know having your own business and. You know, tax breaks and things like that. He's making some 
I still want my rep- I want my reparations, and I want my free health care. I mean, at this point in my life, I don't really need reparations, but I could always use some free health care. I think. Do you feel as though that's something I've been, I've seen? Get you know, given with talking to all reparations, if you didn't get a lump sum of money, would you want a benefit? Like, would you would you not want to have? Would you want health care, or would you want not pay taxes? If you had a choice, I mean, either way, the money would be the far better option because again, you're not as far as reparations go, you're not going to just give free health care to one group in America and they say. Yeah, everybody's gonna be okay with this. <laughs> Fuck all y'all. Like, no. <laughs> everybody's gonna be okay with this. So no. So I mean, you know, just throw free healthcare out of it as part of reparations right out the window. Okay. So but would you not paying taxes? Yeah, that's that's nice and all, but my money's still going to the country. So. Yeah, you know, well, so purchasing state, within the country, it's state tax and federal tax. So I guess like could we not pay one to other? Well, again, again, as uh, federal reparations couldn't do shit about the state, so you will still be paying state taxes. No, so again, yeah, yeah. So and my money is still going to be purchased within the country. So and not paying taxes isn't that huge of a deal as much as just getting a large lump sum of money. Because as a person who needs to spend money, I'm going to spend it either way. Yeah. Or would you want some land? I hate cutting a little bit of grass I got (laughs) in the back in the front. Granted, I understand land can get you is can help you establish some generational wealth. But one, I ain't trying to have no kids. And two, I hate fucking yard work. I don't want to tend no fucking fields. (laughs) Just go for ten out ten now. You got that master got me working. Well, let me go. Wait a minute, I'm master. How you get white man like this? Gotcha, <laughs> Birdman hand rub. Nah, that's, that's a DJ Khaled. You played yourself. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, land is great. You know, helps to establish generational wealth. But since I'm not having any kids to pass any wealth down to, yeah, I don't need it. <clears throat> yeah, I, would, I, I, don't, I don't know what I would want. I mean, a lump sum money is good, but then no, you have to know. What you want? To, I think having a plan, an advisor, or something of some sort to help you manage that money and possibly invest it, I think is very important. So, oh yeah, yeah, all the time. If you get a large lump sum of money, you definitely should have a plan, or at least know people who can help you formulate a good plan yeah. to do with the money. You get one hundred fifty or two hundred thousand dollars dropping your lap. What you gonna do? You buy a house, that's gone. If you want a, a foreign car, that's like at least fifty k right there. So it's like you know, and you want nice things. Nice things are expensive, but like if you could take that hundred fifty, two hundred thousand, and then you buy a business or start a business, then you can double triple your money. So but that's right. a lot of hard work too, because you get somebody money and then they don't know what to do with a business. You can be out of business. Yeah, and I won't say nice things are expensive. Expensive things are expensive. True. So I mean, we, we can get some money, get some running spoons. Bringing that back, huh? We can bring that back. <laughs> It was never a thing. <laughs> and it was done when they put it in mind. And that was the express purpose for it. Oh, boy. And let's see what else was going on. So, your boy Kanye's in the news again. He ain't my boy. I was a cursory fan of Kanye. He had 
a couple of albums that I could get down with mm -hmm. and a few songs that I would rock, but I was never a huge fan of Kanye, but his mental illness is clearly untreated right now, and it really should be. That boy need help. I, I, I don't, I'm not going to say I understand it. What I get from it is this is to generate buzz, to get people to talk about what he's doing to, to say, hey, look at me. I think, it's just a I think he wants attention. You know, this goes well beyond attention seeking because he's Kanye West. Mm -hmm. He has millions of followers, millions of fans. He doesn't have to do much of anything to get attention. This is him. Again, it's really it's unmitigated mental illness and him using that as an excuse to try to generate this, I guess I would call it counterculture. Okay. Because, again, he doesn't need to do much of anything to get attention. When he was on Twitter, he followed one person on Twitter, some random guy, followed that person, and then that person who just randomly got followed by Kanye was inundated with millions of messages trying to figure out, whoa, whoa, why is Kanye following you? Kanye doesn't need to do anything retarded to get attention. But he does. But not saying he does, he does the, he needs to do that, but he does. It's like... With uh, he had an interview recently on was I think Good Morning America, and no, he had an interview with Tucker Carlson. No, he had an interview with another woman. I think it was Good Morning America. It was recent, like not I too mean, long. No, no, his most recent one was with Tucker Carlson. I so that one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's oh. what you talking about? You talking about Trump on that one, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I saw some of that. I did see some of that. I just didn't. I was. I was like, I can't do it today. Like <laughs> it just because it, it sent you for a mind fuck, and it's like, what's really going on with you? Again, it's it's un it's untreated mental illness. It's because of the fact that he is so popular, he's so rich that he doesn't feel like he he needs help. He knows he has mental illness. He's yeah, saying yeah, been pretty candid about the fact that he has mental illness. That he just fuck it. I'm a billionaire. I'm a genius. I don't need to have this treated. I just say and do whatever the fuck I want. I think because of and the fact that. Everybody recognizes his musical talent, and no one's taking that away from him. They're like, "Oh, he gave us these these albums, and he's such a, he's, he produced all this great work. You know, he's such a genius that you know he just expressed himself." But it's like he said a lot of damaging things and a lot of stuff like kind of like, "Fuck y'all, I'm I'm a just I'm a free thinker." So and it's like, and get and that's the thing with what? with mental illness is that when you don't get it treated and it just becomes <laughs> the norm for you. That you you get that that continuing boost of ego, and then any reaction that you get is, oh, they hate me because I'm genius, or, or you know, they don't want to take me seriously because I'm doing something that's against the norm. No, you're just crazy, and people are starting to realize that. Yeah, I think he. And you can't use it as an excuse for the crazy shit that you say. Yeah, he he has um he's definitely off his office rocker at times. And have you seen footage of? His Donda school, Donda Academy. No. So it was one clip to circling around. Like I guess in the in the morning, they they sing like you know, "Good morning Donda, Good morning Donda." They something they chant. It it, it gives off very cultish vibes. Mm. So and I, and I I can't remember what his purpose of the school was. No, he wanted had to, he wanted to do something with more so like the arts and things like that. But it just they like all the all the staff, all the kids are wearing black, and it's just like very cultish. It's like there's no desk. You know, just kind of sitting on the floor, and it's like okay. And then he had, he had like a, a little fashion show come through. 
It's weird. Yeah, I mean, again, when you have the kind of money that Kanye West has and no one telling you, dude, you need some fucking help, mm-hmm. you just go do whatever your eccentric mind tells you to do. Yeah, I think it's leading him in the wrong direction uh, with a lot of things to see. Was a, <laughs> you see the uh, the clip of him going to the Adidas executives and holding up porn in that face? He said, this is what you're doing to me? You're fucking me? I did not see that. Well, that's clearly the best way to not have a deal with Adidas. <laughs> you want to ruin any chances of having a deal with Adidas? That'll do it. Yeah, so right now they're going uh, they're going back and forth. I, I, he says he wants to separate. Well, he said at the, he said his deal is about to be up. So he says he's going to like just take his brand and just have it as a standalone brand, not tied with anybody. And I've been reading different things like they offered him like a billion dollars, you know, for his contract was up just to like say, you know, you can walk away and let's keep the designs with you a billion dollars. He's like, no. And the creative control he had, the designs he had and everything, he says, Adidas says, take it, take it from him. And so, I would, I would take everything he says with a grain of salt, honestly. Yeah. I mean, and, I don't until know. Until there's some, some independent investigative journalism going and look at that. I'd take anything he says with a grain of salt. The only thing that I was like, excited about not was excited about but I was like oh, okay this is cool for him with regards to Adidas that he was leaving them and they had the brand as a standalone mm. so I was like okay he's gonna have he, his brand is that powerful now that he can go ahead and be separated and not be because in regards to when I say it was cool because I've read stories about with uh, Jordan and Nike and LeBron and Nike as big as those names are they tie to Nike they make a lot of money for Nike Imagine if Jordan was just Jordan by himself. LeBron was just by himself. It would have been it, that would have been a huge game changer for as, as, as black athletes as black designers and I things mean, like that. I mean, that's an assumption that we're making. Because sure. the fact of the matter is, is that Jordan and LeBron aren't the ones making the designs. No, they, they, they have some their names on the shoes. Yeah, they have some input on them. But Kanye is designing those shoes. He's designing the clothes and things like that. Ugly as shit. Yeah, I, I I'm not a fan of the Adidas. Yeezys that he's put out in the last few years, I don't think it's. I just don't like it for taste wise for me. I'm not knocking it because I see a lot of people do like those the shoes and his clothing and things like that. You know they like the homeless people stuff. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. So it does the Adidas stuff he's put out. It, I've never been a fan of. So right. Because yeah, under the assumption that he has the power to carry his own brand, I don't know. Yeah, we won't know until he goes out about it because like it's a clip on the internet where. I think right before he was about to launch his, his brand with Adidas, he does an interview with Sway. And Sway's telling him, like, why don't you just go ahead and just do your own thing instead of like getting the support from these other brands. But he's like, how? Like, he's like, I need that to have that kind of like that global impact. Because doing that, you know, starting your own brand is expensive. Yeah. So he he got, he got, he got like the, the manpower from Adidas to really take his brand to the next level. And he can't. I guess he can't billionaire off of that solely because you know Adidas is like it's up there with you know with his Yeezy brand. So, but it, like I said, like him separating from that, I'm interested to see what the, what the, what he's gonna come up with. Because like the the, stuff, the shoes are like they're like weird to me. They they just not like, even weird. They're ugly. They're fucking ugly. They're terrible designed shoes. So they get by based off of the fact that Kanye is popular, but yeah. he is really, really pushing the limits of his popularity right now. 
<laughs> so you went away paying Yeezys. Fuck to the no. We we got you a pay for free. <laughs> Fuck to, to the no. no. What size shoe you wear? Fifteen. They don't got them in that size. I know. I don't, I ain't even checked the size. I know they got no fifteens. And I wouldn't wear them ugly ass holy shoes with no <laughs> No. That's the that's the, that's the wave right now. So, but yeah, that's the only thing I would like. Would like oh, okay if you separate from Adidas. Let's see what his brand going to do. I'm excited to see that man get some fucking help. <laughs> you keep on waiting. So, and then what else? He, oh, did you see what he put his it was what he, his deal with Gap? Nah, I didn't see it. So he has a, a deal with a partnership with Gap. His he wanted to present. You know, when you go to the department store, they have clothes on racks and on shelving. Yeah. He wanted to put his clothes in trash bags and have them and have people hunt for their sizes in the trash bags. I don't know why this is news to you. <laughs> Genius! <laughs> Goddamn genius! You know, every time I go into a department store and looking for clothes, I always wondered why would we make this more exciting? Digging <laughs> through a trash bag to find what I need, as opposed to having things laid out and labeled so I know exactly where to look to get what I want. Man's fucking genius! Uh, I don't see why it's not more of a thing now. I guess it's, it's somebody I just coming out of my head because of that. Like you gonna think you gonna try and find your size? Some of the midget pop out. Is that the right word? Midget, small people. <laughs> and just get shot. <laughs> Looking for large? No, we're going to the department store is an experience. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Just fucking genius. You go in there, you're like, what size are you looking for? I'm looking for a large as large. Fight me for it. What? I got your size on. Fight me for it. Here, take this mace. <laughs> Try my combat. I like to hit the uh, the ball wire bat. Fuck out of here. Fucking genius. Genius, Kanye. Genius. <laughs> the mind is Kanye. Oh, boy. Get some fucking help. So, all right, uh, hold on. So, what else we got going on here? So, all right, Squeegee Boys. We talked about this before. Bring it up one more time. So, with the the crime that happened some months ago, where a gentleman was killed because he had he had approached the Squeegee Boy, and they shot him. That child, I think, is it's still locked up. Mm-hmm. His 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 day in court is still pending. Come to find out, there is a law in Baltimore that says that you cannot solicit, you cannot be outside soliciting for services. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but well, I mean, there are plenty of solicitation solicitation laws in Maryland. Yeah. So, but you can't, you can't ask for, you can't be out there asking for a service, or you know, let's say panhandle neither. So the com- the the community, well, I'll say, I'll say more so, the public wants to know why is it not being enforced. Why is this law not being enforced when it comes to these squeegee kids? So my question to present to you and the public is, what do we do with them? The first, the better question is, is do you really want all your taxpayer money spent on rounding up kids trying to make a buck? Said neighborhoods are already over-policed. Now we want to force the police to chase after kids who are trying to squeegee windows? First and foremost. Secondly... They clearly want to make money and they need something to do. Give them something to do that they can make money. That, that'll remove them off of, you know, the interstates, the streets, 
bothering folks. I mean, simple as that. Give them something to do. Because if you think that they want to be walking up and down the goddamn highway with a squeegee in a bottle all fucking day to make a couple bucks, I guarantee they don't. But it's just an easy way to make some money. Yeah, it's very easy. And I'm sure it's bothersome to the people out there driving and stuff because you're like, I don't want to be bothered. And then you probably run, you might get into an area with like maybe two or three you run across. But it, you know, it doesn't make no, it, it, it's no different than selling waters. Either you're going to, you you going you going either give them you going to tip them or you going to buy the water or you going to say hey yeah hit my window real quick. And again, we, we already scream about how over policed, <laughs> especially <laughs> urban neighborhoods are, and black people are very minorities are very much over policed. We want to increase that because of some minor inconvenience, like the crime that happens between the general public and the squeegee boys is so fucking limited. Mm-hmm. So fucking limited that trying to create policies to explicitly address them is just seems asinine to me. Yeah, I know they give them things to do. Yeah, I know they have taken a a group of them and get get, have gotten them jobs. And I think there's even a group of them that started selling their own brand of water. Great, you got some kids. You got some kids off the street and giving them a, a, a actual legit job. But for every 10 you take off the street, which was, like I said, it's a, it's a small number of kids that they showed in the news that they said they took about so many kids. You're going to have the same amount or double to come out on the streets and say, well, since those kids are gone, I can now fill that spot. So you Yeah, get, I don't know if that's actually how that works. I mean, if, 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 if the Quantamonte they got real jobs, I'm going to go out there with my squeegee now. Again, I don't know if that's how that actually works. Because the... The pandemic of squeegee boys isn't really, really that goddamn great. So, but I think is I think also too what could happen is that that, that young man that they locked up for that murder, depending on what he what his sentence is, is I think it's going to be it's going to be he's going to be made an example of, and I think they're going to hope that that might be. Oh, I mean, obviously, I mean that's what's going to happen because this new public outcry about you now what are we going to do with the squeegee kids or the squeegee boys. Because I think that what they're waiting for is that because of uh, Marilyn Mosby's coming out and Ivan Baker's coming. Is, is it Ivan Baker? I can't remember his name. Whatever the prosecutor's name is. The new DA, I mean. he He's coming in in January, I believe. So he's going to... they holding that for him. And he's going to set the tone from there on out. So I don't like the idea of them over-policing them. Because I thought about it for a little while. I was like, what if they had an adult out there? I'm like, who would want to do that? You know, and then, hey, something does pop off. What's going to be a way to solve that, you know, that conflict? How are you going to deter that? And it's like... Bring the people with guns, apparently. Right. So it's like, you know, if you had, if you had, if you had an assigned adult out there, that adult would be able to carry a weapon or is it carrying, you know, some kind of mace or walkie-talkie? Like, what, 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 do you, what do you do? Right. Again, it's just create added more complication to a not as complicated situation. Right. And then also, too, I want to point this out that if a Swedish boy comes to you and you say, I got nothing, do not give them your cash app information or Zelle or... Right, I mean, because apparently the latest crime is that this young man, I don't know, I either look it up, but I don't know if he killed them or he tapped them. He tapped two Squeegee boys because they hustled his mother out of $1,000. So I don't know, and I, it said it says through cash app, so like, we can speculate all day how that happened, but I'm not sure, like, why would you do that? 
Right, unless she gave them the phone. Yeah, that's just not smart because if I say, okay, I'll give you $10 and then you, all right, here you go, bye. And then you just walk away, run away. One thing you can do is, uh, you know, uh, say bank fraud. Yeah, I would need to look into the particulars of that particular case because, again, yeah. All I know is that I spent $70 on two windshield wipers. So you little niggas is not washing my window. I don't know why you spent that much on windshield wipers. What the fuck they did? <laughs> did they come out and once they wipe and give you positive affirmations? You're doing a good job today. <laughs> what is that? All right, the story behind that is this. I was trying to buy some cheaper ones, but all they had was these left in my size for my vehicle. And I went to two stores. I ain't playing going to another store. See, that was your problem right there. Well, what the hell's that? It was it was out of stock. You should have found a third store. I ain't feel like it. See, see, and that was your fault. <laughs> I was adulting. <laughs> that was your fault. <laughs> so, and let's see. I got I got one question. I got no, one last question. I put on there for you because I wanted to kind of throw you off your game. You see the campaign ad about defund the police. This is a white man. I forgot where he's at. I think it's Florida. Is that because everything's in Florida? He was like, you know, you want to defund the police. We're not doing it. If you want, you want to call. If, if you defund the police, then you can't call the police. Who are you going to call? A crackhead? <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Why is that the next thing in line? <laughs> I can't call the police. So I call the crackhead. <laughs> what? That is such a huge logical leap. I don't even understand what to do with that. See, that's why I ran down the notes. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. I got to see if I can find that video to put maybe because I know I'm, I may be missing a piece, but it's a campaign ad where this guy's like, "You want to fund the police? No. Like, what, what sense does that make? If you do that, who are you gonna call? A crackhead? And it's like." <laughs> How we get here? Because everybody has a crackhead on speed dial, just in case they can't get in touch with the police. <laughs> How is that even the next logical thing? You know you're white too. Of course you're white. <laughs> that is fucking ridiculous. ridiculous. I'm trying to think though. It's like calling a crackhead does have a better result than calling the police. You're, you're less likely to die, especially if you're a minority, right? I would say less, I say more likely to get shit stolen from me, but no, civil asset forfeiture is a thing. So, yeah, no, no, no. You probably end up with a better result with the cracking. Yeah, because you have to, to, to pay him or something, get some get some rocks. Come on, man, go around going. I mean, no, job, if know. I'm calling the crackhead instead of the police, I'm not calling to get rocks. <laughs> you got what? Well, did the crack on one of some services rendered? <laughs> I pay with my taxes. <laughs> we're pay, we're gonna just replace the the police with crackheads now. Good job, whatever person who ran that in. Good idea. <laughs> wow, I am so befuddled. <laughs> Mission accomplished. I don't even understand how one is supposed to be the the antithesis of the other. Okay. Good job, sir. Good job. Now, we're not having no police unit. We're going to have a crackhead unit. <laughs> Just the, that's the next logical step down. Fucking retarded. It's about as good as an idea. It's a Republican. Yeah, I already know Of course it is. it is. 
It's about good of an idea as like uh, with uh, Doctor No say I'm gonna put lasers on sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Makes perfect fucking sense. Oh boy. So that's all I got. Anything else you want to add to the, to the uh, episode? I'm good. After <laughs> <laughs> that police crackhead comment, I yeah, I'm done. <laughs> so. If you haven't, make sure you go watch the, the latest episode of I Hate the Internet. Make sure you watch the latest episode of Fat Adventures. And tune into any episodes of the rest of podcast castes. Cast you have not seen and catch up on those episodes. And as always, that's the show. You can check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Peace out. Peace.